Hey, this is Joe Buca with another podcast of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. Um, I want to talk today about the importance uh, for men of identifying and expressing feelings. Now, for those guys of you who are listening before you laugh and write me off, I, I think it's a pretty critical issue, especially in, in relationships. You know, women more easily can identify. I think they, they color with a box of 64 crayons, kind of like colors women can identify a lot of emotions, a lot, typically a lot more than men can. Men color with a box of eight, maybe even a box of three crayons uh, And when it comes to their emotions. But, you know, just talk to a lot of men in my practice about, you know, trying to identify their emotions and not just secondary emotions like frustration and anger and hurt. And, um, you know, th- those are secondary. We call those secondary emotions because they're not, there's, they're, there always, almost always, are are emotions beneath those. I'm angry because I um, feel rejected, or I feel dismissed, or and and so one of the exercises that I do, and actually I did this with a group of fraternity leaders here at the University of Georgia a couple of years back when I was asked to do a leadership retreat with um, a group of, gosh, it was probably twenty twenty five leaders from different fraternities on campus that were Christian, guys were Christians, and they were leaders within the crew ministry, campus crusade ministry here at Georgia. And um, the staff guy, David Thompson, that asked me to to um, lead the retreat, basically I did a number of things, but one, on Saturday morning, we tried something, and I was not 100% sure how this was going to go, but basically I handed out a couple lists of feeling words and so the first exercise, what I did was said to the guys, I want you to pick a feeling on this list. And once somebody picks a feeling, you got to cross it off your list. So the, the, if you go sooner, there are more options. But I want you to pick a feeling word on this list. And I want you to describe what that feeling is. Like think of it more like you're trying to explain to maybe an international student or somebody who doesn't really understand English that well, what that feeling, to describe that feeling and so we took about an hour, and I said, you got, you, you know, kind of think of it like a one-minute sharing. Don't, like, go on and on and on. And it was pretty crazy incredible that these young men were able to pick a feeling word and share it. And they, we're talking 18 to 22-year-olds. Um, but they were able to pick a feeling word and describe it. And then, and then we did that, and then we took a break, and I came back, and I said, okay, now, now you can all pick similar words now. The, this exercise can be a little different. I want you to pick a feeling word and tell a story of a time when you felt that feeling. And again, try to keep it in one minute, the one minute range, one to two minute range. And again, it was incredible how these guys, and actually very few picked the same feelings, but would tell about a feeling. Maybe again, it was something like abandonment or rejection or um, uh, embarrassed or uh, feeling of inadequacy or feeling insecure and we're able to really share very specific stories, times in their life that that they had those experiences. What I often do in my practice, I mean, I do the same kind of thing with, as I talk to guys, again, it's sometimes like pulling teeth to get a guy, when you ask him what he's feeling, he'll tell you what he's thinking. But oftentimes, if um, I mean, this, the term is called emotional intelligence. But oftentimes with a guy, what I will say is, 
you know, I want you to um, journal. And, you know, this is hard for guys who don't journal, but I want you to consider journaling and trying to write a half a page, kind of doing that same exercise. Pick a feeling on the feeling word list, write about a half a page of what that feeling is like. And then I want you to pick another word. It could be the same word, but you could pick another word and describe a story, a time in your life where you felt that feeling that you could go back to your childhood or you could do something currently. And guys that will do that, it's incredible how their emotional intelligence, uh, you probably have heard of this concept of emotional intelligence, but how it can really expand not just their emotional intelligence, but their emotional vocabulary. And, and I have found, definitely in marriages and in relationships, how important it is for men to grow into this. I mean, I, I think our wives oftentimes can help us uh, uh, understand our feelings because, again, not that they have more feelings, but they're, they do a better job of articulating them. You know, I think it's really important, and this weaves into other podcasts that I've done, of identifying how distressing feelings, and I'm not just talking about distressing feelings in these exercises, but how distressing feelings lead us into, you've heard me talk about the pain cycle, which is out of an approach of therapy called restoration therapy. But when I feel a distressing feeling, I react in a dysfunctional way. So for me, my pattern is when I feel inadequate, I react by getting defensive or getting more dominant and louder and more intense. Um, uh, and so really this idea of learning how to identify and articulate and communicate your feelings really is an incredible way to grow an emotional health. And I think it's related to our spiritual relational health as well. Like as we're able to identify feelings, again, not just secondary feelings, like I'm angry, you know, almost every guy can identify that anger, that feeling, but what's beneath the anger? I'm angry because I feel what? And sometimes it's like, it's like a three-layered thing. Well, I'm angry because I'm frustrated and I'm frustrated because... You know, um, again, what what's that feeling beneath that? And learning how to uh, kind of articulate and dig down in your feelings, so to speak, and communicate them. Again, I, I just think this is a really important part of both maturity, emotional maturity. And, and Peter Scazzaro has a book called Emotional, Spiritual, Emotionally Healthy Spiritual. Spirituality, I think, is the title of the book by Peter Scazzaro. Um, and he addresses some of these things, how men really struggle with being emotionally and spiritually healthy. Those two things are tied together, I think. It's not just, you know, just you can be spiritually healthy, but I think it's important as well to develop emotional health and emotional maturity. So, again, just a thought, you know, consider trying the challenge of, you know, taking maybe it's two or three times a week, taking 10, 15 minutes to journal on a particular feeling and then a time when you felt that feeling. And again, this could be something that in terms of being vulnerable and transparent with your wives or with, if you're in a relationship with, with your partner or with, uh, with friends to say, hey, I'm, I, I want to share with you what I've been thinking about these particular feelings. That may seem goofy to some of you guys or kind of weird, but, but I think in marriage it would be incredible uh, to be able to say, hey, I've been working on my feelings and I'd like to share with you. Again, it, your marriage would have to be a safe, it's have to be a safe place. Uh, and, and just try it. Try sharing those kind of things with your wife or your partner and, um, and just see where that goes. Anyway, that's my thought today about 
being emotionally healthy and cultivating a sense of emotional health.